0: You are now listening to Grinding True Crimes with your hosts, Todd Fox, Maddie Matt, and Gabby. Police have identified more victims and plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today.
1: Confirm earlier reports of cannibalism. The building
0: was a scene of ghoulish slaughter. A
1: large kettle on the stove which held boiled body parts. Have identified more victims oh, and killed even more. To plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today. Had sex with some of his victims before he killed them and that he was also a necrophiliac. (laughs)
0: Hey, 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 welcome into another episode of Grinding True Crime with your host, Todd Fox, not Maddie Matt. Maddie Matt's not here tonight, and uh, who will be doing the narrating tonight?
1: Gabby Gab.
0: Exactly. Gabby Gab's going to be doing the narrating tonight. But first, before we get into that, we're going to touch base with you. Uh, We're going to let you know where you can listen to us and get a hold of us. Uh, First off, uh, you can listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Pandora, and Podvine and iHeartRadio. Also, uh, if you're international, uh, if you want to hear us on other uh, podcasting platforms, you got Radio Public, Breaker, Podcast, and Podchaser, amongst others. Uh, t- also, tonight, uh, we're going to do it like we always do it. And, uh, listener discretion is, is advised. And uh, I think, do you remember the Cash App, Gabby?
1: Uh, it's dollar sign grinding true crimes.
0: There you go. Yeah. If you want to make a donation to the cause and helping us out with our studio equipment or just helping us out, giving a donation saying thanks. Cause we really thank you guys for, uh, listening to us. We're growing and, uh, we really appreciate the support and, uh, you know, so we always give back where we can give, when we, you know, when we get some stuff to uh, give out here pretty soon, we'll let you guys know for all those who, uh, have been also, you know, already, Uh, Donating, we're going to also give out to those that are just newly donating as well. Uh, Also, uh, there's, I think that's everything because I'm not used to doing this. So I'm a little (laughs) little (laughs) off on it. I'm probably rambling (laughs) rambling too much. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So Gabby's going to tell us a story. Gabby, what you got for us?
1: All righty. So my story, um, her name is Suzanne Louise Vaughn. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right Richtofen.
0: Richthofen. okay
1: yeah her name is actually um her last name is not brazilian because yeah. her dad was german
0: oh so is it is it is a r-i-e maybe is it like right finn
1: that's probably right yeah, yeah you gotta throw like, <laughs> you gotta
0: <throw> like whatever
1: <laughs> hey you're the german one
0: <laughs> yeah it sounds like right yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's probably more what it sounds like. I'm like rich dipping. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound right.
1: <laughs> well, I'm not German. Talk yeah, the... yeah,
0: You got you got throw that thro- Third Reich into it, and it'll, it'll work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only you with your accents.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm not good with that. <laughs> so she was born on November third, nineteen eighty-three. So she's about my sister's age. Okay he was a brazilian woman and um well i'm not gonna tell you what she was convicted of first let me tell you about her life Mm -hmm. so she was born to her father manfred albert with the last name
0: (laughs) that's that's a german name too that's my uncle's name
1: (laughs) really yeah
0: manfred yeah
1: oh wow well manfred's her dad and her mother was a psychiatrist maricia oh okay so, um, her dad was an engineer. They were pretty well off. He, um, I believe he owned his own company. Uh, but a distant relative of Maricia, Um he was apparently a German World War I fighter. Mm. I think it was like in the... Um, I know he flew a plane. I don't know what he did. But her father was a director of Dursta which was a state owned company that managed the highway system in Sao Paulo.
0: Yeah. Okay. Real quick, Gabby. Like, so mm-hmm. does it say how old her dad was at the time or no?
1: No, it does not.
0: Cause only re- reason why I bring that up and you just brought up him being a, a um, intelligent man working for the highways down there in Sao Paulo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, a lot of Germans fled to Brazil and South America and, and from the war in world war ii and i'm wondering if he because you said he is descended from world war one I. I guarantee you he was a descendant from world war Two, and a lot of like that people just don't understand like the united states took a lot of those professors and scientists from germany and they went on to build like the nasa program the nuclear bombs other oh, wow. yeah other countries took german engineers and they built like highways like san paulo and really cool stuff like I don't know what it was what they were putting in the, the water over there, but at that the during wartime they had the best of the best people over there.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Well, according to the information, he I mean, on top of being an engineer, you know, and he was mm-hmm. like top for that company. He was also um chief engineer for the Mario Kovas Beltway project, which oh. I wasn't sure what that was. Um I clicked on it and it says it is a planned beltway of the Greater São Paulo, Brazil. Well,
0: it's probably like an interstate uh, freeway. That's what it sounds I like.:
1: I Guess so, yeah, because it gives measurements like it was like as long as 177 kilometers. so it must yeah. have been like a huge road in São Paulo.
0: Probably a highway that, that took some really, you know good planning because of the, the oh, nature in the area.
1: Yes, at the bottom it says it is a controlled access highway with a speed limit of 100 kilometers per hour. I don't oh, know. That's probably like 62 miles for us. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Cause, <laughs> I'm like, that's high.
0: Because <laughs> I know when some of the Australians be like, yeah, it's like 21 Celsius over here. I'm like, isn't that cold? I'm like, wait a minute. No, it's not. It's like hot for them. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're, we're, we go by Fahrenheit over here. <laughs>
1: Wow. So, yeah, in the photo, you know, it's showing that it's, like, it's the biggest highway. It goes, like, all around oh, South Paulo. Okay. So, it, like, has, like, four different connections.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: So, he was chief engineer of that.
0: I could see why they're well off.
1: Yeah. So, he made money. She also had a younger brother. His name was Andreas Albert. Okay. And after she graduated from a German high school, she studied law at Pontifical Catholic University of Sao Paulo. Then she started attending. In 1999, she attended Brazilian jiu-jitsu classes. And that's where she met her boyfriend, who was Daniel Gravinos de Paula e Silva. I don't know. That's a long (laughs) name. But we're just going to go with Daniel.
0: (laughs) That's your territory. I'm like, I can't help you with that one.
1: You know, when I started reading this one, I'm like, I should have learned Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> it always caught my eye, but I never got into it.
0: It's it's slightly different, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's things like if they're not speaking too fast or if you read it, I can understand. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things I can't because they have some like very different words and accents on there. But for the most part, like I had my Portuguese Bible and some books and I would read it. And for the most part, I could understand. Oh, okay. But that was at my pace. When you hear people in Brazil speaking Portuguese, it's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) I have no idea what they say.
0: Yeah. You throw that accent in in there. Wow. That's pretty fast.
1: Yeah. I'm going to try. You know, it's something I feel like I I could still learn it. I'm going to learn Portuguese one day. (laughs)
0: Okay, We'll do a Portuguese episode. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Right? You guys are going to be like, what?
0: (laughs) Well, whatever you say, you got it.
1: (laughs) You have your little translators. (laughs) Yeah. So, Suzanne's family, um, their net worth was declared at that time to be around 5.5 million.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah, So, so they had, I mean, it's not like, you know, celebrities where they have hundreds of millions, but they were still I think that's well off you know
0: well that's all right so we're not, so not 83 it's like what 2000 or something like that with a daughter yeah,
1: at this point it's about 2000 yeah
0: yeah that's still pretty um, good money
1: not... yeah
0: American For money down states, there? definitely yeah absolutely and
1: here's something that it's gonna be interesting at the end so I'm gonna save this part but it has to do with more money I will read it to you at the end, though, so that it can explain probably why what happened happened. Okay. So we're going to jump on to the murder that was committed. Can you guess who she killed?
0: I'm guessing her boyfriend.
1: Okay. Why do you think?
0: Uh, Maybe she just couldn't pronounce his name. (laughs) (laughs) She just got tired of it.
1: Why can't you simplify your name? (laughs) I'm not about to have that name.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's like other things I want to be long, but one of them's not your name
1: <laughs> <Bad>. <laughs> Sorry. I wouldn't blame her though yes.. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so this actually ended up happening the date we have here. it was late hours of Thursday, Halloween of 2002. Ooh, okay. So, Suzanne had been planning this murder for months, but you were wrong. It was not the boyfriend. She planned it with the boyfriend, Mm. but she was planning to kill her parents.
0: Uh, The old switcheroo. Kill the parents, take the money.
1: That's sad, huh? Yep. So, she made sure that they were already asleep, and then she went down, disconnected the alarm system for the estate, and then she opened the door to her boyfriend was 21 at the time and his brother Christian who was 26 so Daniel and Christian mm. so they were waiting outside you know for her to be ready and then she let them in so they went upstairs to the parents bedroom she didn't only the two guys did and the way they ended up killing her parents is they had iron bars with them so they struck them I guess as much as they could because there's not really details of how badly they did it Mm-hmm. And then they ended up using towels to strangle them. So they were making sure they were dead.
0: Wow. Because any I'm picturing something like along the lines of like, you know, the Golden State Killer where he bludgeoned them just over and over where his blood spatter was all over the walls. Like Yeah. But then to just go in there and do the strangling, I mean, they must have still been moving at some point.
1: I'm guessing, like they had to make sure to end them.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's. I mean, being
1: like hit with an iron bar already. I think even if they were conscious, they would have had like significant damage.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been hit in the head hard with something like just once, maybe because it was like someone threw something or something fell on you. But Mm,
1: I hit my head once. You know those apartments that have the the cement stairs mm-hmm okay so you know how oh, they're made like with i guess some really thick metal or steel i have no idea i was cleaning with somebody under those stairs one time and i didn't pay attention when i went up i hit my head super hard on that steel wow and that made me kind of like i lost it for a minute i got dizzy and you know like disoriented oh i bet so i can't imagine being hit like like stricken
0: <laughs> yeah because, that? yeah because i bet you when you were hit or you know like you you stood there for a minute to try to collect your thoughts yeah like most people if they're in a situation like that where those people were murdered they're hit over and over they don't have that opportunity to collect their thoughts or even put up a defense so that's that's what i was thinking it's just like the initial blow probably just put them in a bad spot already and then getting hit repeatedly that's pretty much over
1: yeah, like you haven't even realized what's happening and then you're gone.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: It must have been painful though.
0: Yeah, cuz probably your like your head is not there for obvious re- reasons, but your body's still trying to keep you awake and mm-hmm. fi- fidgeting and twitching or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. So
1: they had a pretty bad death. Um Susan, she was waiting in the living room. Of course, she was not going to get her hands dirty. Mm -hmm. And this is very typical. I've seen other cases where this is what happens, where the daughter wants to kill the parents. Mm -hmm. But, of course, the boyfriend ends up always being the one who does it for her. Yep. Yep. So she waited downstairs. And then after it was done, they all staged a break-in. They started pocketing money that they just found lying around. They spread papers around in the library. They created a mess. And then... Suzanne and Daniel went to a motel, but where do you think Christian went? Strip bar. (laughs) No. No? This mother-effer decided to go to a fast food restaurant and have dinner.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So, because I was only thinking strip bar because, you know, probably the, the couple went and had the whole dirty sex or the adrenaline sex. And then he's mm-hmm. like, well, I got to get some play. And, uh, you know, the Brazilians you can't really tell which ones are guys and girls sometimes down there. So <laughs> I just think maybe he made a mistake, wrong turn at Albuquerque. But fast food, <laughs> <laughs> fast food, getting all that. I mean, he probably still had blood on his hands, literally.
1: Yeah, I don't understand. Like, they didn't wash up. or I mean, I get the ones that went to a motel. They probably, he went to shower and stuff. Yep. But him, he just straight up went to a fast food restaurant to eat.
0: No, that's, yeah, it's a crazy MFR. I agree.
1: Yeah, so this happened. They went to bed. Everything was over. Early in the morning, Susan and Daniel ended up picking her little brother up at an internet cafe, okay. and they went home where they, you know, quote-unquote, discovered the crime scene. <laughs> she called the police, and then they told them the story, you know, that they weren't there. They got home in the morning, and the parents were murdered. Mm-hmm. But, you know, on this one, we don't have Johnson.
0: That's what I was going to ask. I was going to be like, can you Google <laughs> Portuguese and how do you say Johnson in Portuguese?
1: <laughs> we probably won't be able to pronounce it.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they probably walked in like, hey, what kind of case do we have here? <laughs>
1: Well, no, this one doesn't seem to have Johnson's.
0: Okay, there's, there's no nobody walking up there like, hey, what's all that red stuff on them sheets? <laughs> no. <laughs> Someone
1: spilled some punch. They were drinking. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Supposedly.
0: <laughs> These guys pounded too hard.
1: <laughs> so the officers who were sent there for the investigation, automatically they had doubts that the crime was a, bur- a burglary. Wow. Okay. And they suspected, obviously, that the perpetrators knew the victims. Oh, cool. So the first people they question, of course, as you can imagine, is the kids, and also all the employees of the family.
0: Oh yeah, because they're rich. They should have mm-hmm. someone. Someone should
1: have seen people coming and going. Yeah. So police were also suspicious, not just of the crime scene, but the fact that the alarm system had been switched off. And the papers that they spread, you know, to make a mess, it was done very regularly. As if it was just, like, a messy office or library. Like, oh, by so- design.
0: Yeah, you just, like, take a file and throw it up in the air. See where it yeah. lands. Okay.
1: And also, they noticed that Suzanne had a very cold behavior. And she did some things that made her very suspicious. But what do you think?
0: Um, She probably had, like, a stone-cold face or, or just... Maybe, uh, dry tears. Maybe.
1: Yeah, she she was probably that kind of cold behavior. But what activities do you think we she would have been involved in in the days to come after that?
0: Oh, yo! Because know, it sounds like <laughs> sounds like the killers are Johnsons, but uh, <laughs> I would have to say she spent stupidly.
1: Well, I'm sure she did spend stupidly on her nineteenth birthday. Oh. So, she was seen swimming at the pool at the house with her boyfriend the day after the murder.
0: Oh, the day after?
1: Yeah. <laughs> they went swimming.
0: They're not even in the ground yet, and she's swimming. <laughs> Jeez Louise.
1: Yeah. Out swimming, you know, with her boyfriend hmm. the very next day, and then hours after the burial okay they had the funeral and everything they buried her parents only hours after she went out and celebrated her 19th birthday with her friends oh jeez. yeah i don't think there was much affection there for her parents
0: i mean at least try to play a part at least try i mean work on some acting i mean throw some water in your face cry like make you know Go all, all crazy when the coffin's there. Throw yourself on the coffin. I mean, this reminds me of the Menendez brothers when they went to like Knicks games and they started buying boats and cars. Right? Yeah, out of
1: <laughs> that's the problem with these young morons. Like. <laughs> yeah she's turning 19 it's like you're still you still have a child's mind because you're very stupid like Mm -hmm. if you're gonna play it off like you have nothing to do with it yeah like you said you gotta act even if you don't feel it obviously you have to act like you're grieving yep and i'm pretty sure had she acted like she was grieving and it was believable i think she would have never been caught
0: no, I'm not trying to, yeah, I agree with you. And I'm not trying to advocate or try to say, hey, here, here's how you do this. No, yeah. But but I go by what you're saying too. Like, let's just say if you're going to commit that murder and kill your parents, I got to do what you said and what I said, you know, play it up, play the part. And I would go as far as being like, okay, for like, if I'm in it with a, the boyfriend, okay, I'm taking a year. Like, I'm not doing, I'm not spending a dime. I'm living my life just as if my parents were alive. Yeah. And then a year later, then I'll start to touch the assets and do what I want to do with everything.
1: Yeah, because at that point, you're old enough, and then you get everything, then...
0: Yeah, and enough times gone by where the cops aren't, like, raising their eyebrows to you. Yeah. But <laughs> this one's like, well, we got to go swimming. I mean, it is hot outside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so... I can't miss my birthday, okay?
0: <laughs> exactly. P- was it Pirro Party or whatever? How how, the, how they say that? P- Pirro... I don't know. I'm I don't killing, know. I'm killing in Spanish, My bad. But you know what I mean? She's trying to live it up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So
1: the investigators obviously noticed all of that, and so they started shadowing her and her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. But soon they also learned another stupidity that his brother did, and you would think that being the oldest one, he would know better.
0: Yeah, he's 26, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> After a few days after the murders, he bought a motorcycle, oh. all cash, one hundred dollar bills. <laughs> and obviously, they knew that's way above his normal income level.
0: Where was he working? A Brazilian McDonald's, and then all of a <laughs> sudden, he comes out comes out with like a thousand dollars. Like he hey, hit you the him.
1: monopoly, I guess. <laughs> yeah,
0: he, he played it. <laughs> he's all jackpot.
1: Yeah. So you would think that him being older, he would have thought about it through a little better. But no, of course, he did not. Ah, oh, this guy. So finally, November 9th. What was this like a few days later? Mm-hmm. Um, all three of them were arrested. Daniel, Susanne and Christian. Suzanne didn't last very long under interrogation. She confessed really quick.
0: <laughs> that sounds about right.
1: Yeah So she was uh, Let me see In 2005 she was released from prison Okay three years later Or not even three years later
0: At 22 she's released from prison
1: Yes she was released from prison When the Supreme Federal Court granted her What is it Abius corpus Yeah So she awaited her trial In house arrest
0: Oh. Wow.
1: Yeah. I don't think that should have been done. I don't think that's fair. But, I mean, at the end of the day, she was still arrested. So, mm-hmm. at least she wasn't out there free, you know?
0: So, then how how did she... So, she only did those three years and that was it?
1: Yeah. She didn't even make it to the three years, but not yet. This is just to await trial. Okay, okay, okay. So this is like during the whole investigation while they're preparing the trial and everything, it took almost three years.
0: Jeez.
1: So she was put on house arrest. Okay. Moving on to what the motives might have been. Obviously, in the beginning, you already said money. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think that was the only motive?
0: Now I'm thinking there's got to be more. So maybe power, like control of a company or something?
1: Okay, so... Her parents initially allowed her to have the relationship with Daniel. Okay. But then they changed their opinion on him because they discovered that he was using marijuana almost every day. He didn't want to work or go to school and because he came from lower class background. So he's lower class and then he's lazy. So they were like, no.
0: So he probably could have got away with it had he been a hard worker and laid off the weed yes but then they were like nah you know he's not worth it he's probably gonna use her my daughter as a meal ticket
1: yep so once they found out who he really was they prohibited her from being with him they did not want that relationship to happen so but in july uh uh-huh i was
0: just gonna say so they're being responsible parents
1: yeah Yeah. because it's like they're well off they're working hard to get to where they're at and they're not gonna have their daughter dating this low life
0: yeah, exactly. I mean, at that point, they put in enough time, like you said, and then they have a bit of an ego themselves. They're like, well, we need someone yeah. to match up with our daughter that matches up with our daughter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because they were both hard workers. So, yep. so in July 2002, um, her parents went on vacation for a whole month and she ended up moving her boyfriend into the house for that month. When they came back home, she suggested that her parents would buy her a flat, well, an apartment or a house whatever, where she could live with her boyfriend. But obviously her father being very smart, he said no. Yeah. You can do whatever you want when you earn your own money. Ooh, okay. So she continued to meet Daniel secretly. They had no idea that she was still dating him.
0: <sighs> of course.
1: So her claim On her motives with these actions was that she was in love and that she was afraid Daniel was going to leave her if the parents were not killed. Mm. Her lawyer said that she had no motive at all, but that she had been forced by Daniel. And because she adored him like a god, she did whatever he told her to do. Wow. So now they were trying to pin it on the boyfriend.
0: Okay and what was the brother uh, saying with his trial
1: uh, they don't really mention what happened with Christian because he was the sibling of her boyfriend he wasn't actually like you couldn't say it was directly his idea
0: oh okay he was so probably he
1: was charged for like accessory
0: yeah he was, he was probably like do I still get to keep the motorcycle
1: <laughs> probably
0: <laughs> that's probably all he cared about <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting arrested, but the motorcycle, it's still mine, right?
1: <laughs> so, obviously, the everybody knew, you know, the biggest motive out of this had to be the money. Mm-hmm. So, because at that time, when it happened, when the whole trial was going on, it was estimated that her parents were worth about $17 million now. Oh. And I'm going to tell you why. And this is going to piss you off, Okay. Okay so when i told you in the beginning that you know they were well off and everything
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um prosecutors suspected that there was two anonymous accounts in swiss banks that contained at least 10 million euros Mm. and those were opened by her dad in her name on in november of 2001 as a trust fund yeah, kind of, Yeah, pretty much. When she oh. turned 18.
0: Oh! <laughs> that, okay. So, I'm sorry for laughing. It's just way too damn ironic. That sucks.
1: It, it did suck. So, they thought maybe he embezzled that money from Dursa.
0: Oh, from his own company?
1: Uh-huh. Okay. But the issue here is, and this does make me mad. It makes me infuriated, and I don't think she just serves it. I... Once she gets out of her prison, like once she's done serving her sentence, nothing can prevent her from gaining access to that money.
0: Oh, that's BS. That's BS. Yeah. Okay, cause because
1: see... he opened that in her name.
0: Wow. Yeah, because there's so... no there's no like it's his assets and she's guilty of the murder. She can't recoup it. He did put it in her name for her. Yeah. Wow.
1: So unfortunately, you know, the dad was doing, I mean, if he didn't best let, obviously that's not cool, but he was doing that, you know, lovingly for his daughter. Obviously she had no idea at that point, but I guess he was waiting for her to be a certain age and show to be responsible to let her have that.
0: See that, that does anger me because I mean, like they have, okay, so they have ego. They want what's best for their daughter. They have every right to do that. They have the money. They've given her a good life. They're going to give her more money to set herself up. Like, they're not even making her be held to the standards that they hold themselves to as yeah. far as, like, she has to work for her money. Like, he's basically given her all that money. I mean, where did she start hating them? Like, like I want to know, like, what age did she start hating them that much?
1: Yeah. I In my mind, it's very stupid. Like, over a person who does nothing, is worth nothing, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. you want to risk everything like you're well off your parents take care of you you went to law school like what do you want find yourself a responsible man like what is your obsession with this trash
0: you know it's one of those things where women or girls always pick the bad boy yeah i mean you could line up 10 probably good suitors or dateable men for a girl or for a woman i'm sorry or for a young girl, young boy, whatever, and they always pick—I mean, for the most part, always pick the bad guys. There's something intri- intriguing about that to them. I, I don't know.
1: I think it's that danger, and not—not not just that, but probably if your parents are strict, you know, and they have these standards for you, you—you want to be rebellious. True. So who better to fit that than some moron who does a bunch of stupid things and makes you feel rebellious?
0: Facts. Right there. That's facts. Cause, uh, I definitely, I definitely can see how a woman can play off that. And the guy would play off that too. You know, he, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. So he was like, I can get a lot of weed with this chick.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So in the event that her parents died, she was going to inherit the 17 million. Jeez. Okay. And that's a side of that. Those 10 million euros that I'm telling you about in those accounts. Hmm. So, the prosecutor named Roberto Tardelli, he pretty much, he, this is the way he put it. Suzanne, she wanted to get her hands on the money and the assets her parents had worked so hard to obtain. He also said she wanted her freedom and independence without having to work for it. Wow. Which, obviously, that's what makes more sense. None of that crap of her boyfriend made her do it. Like, Shut up. Yeah. You didn't even cry. You don't love your parents. (laughs)
0: Nah, she was done with him for, I guess, has to be built up from a long time. That's yeah. The, that's not just something that comes along with that one guy. She, She's had animosity for years.
1: And her boyfriend, Daniel, you know, during the trial, he claimed that she was abused by her father. So, I guess he claimed that was the reason that him and um, her brother probably wanted them dead because he had abused her but both her and her little brother denied that that never happened
0: oh yeah see (laughs) there's holes all over that story because that would have came out before you know what i mean yeah she probably would have did the damage to him or did some damage to him and you know in all actuality
1: yeah they also claimed that the parents were alcoholics but in the autopsy there was zero alcohol detected in their bodies so if they were alcoholics come on it would have been there that night
0: Geez, their lawyers tried everything, didn't they?
1: Yeah. So they were trying to find all kinds of excuses. In 2018, a justice denied a request of freedom for for her. Good. They cited her with egocentrism and narcissistic personality disorder as serious personality traits that had led to her crime. So she didn't nobody was pinning her finally Mm. the trial so that was like way ahead okay because the trial was in 2006 okay but I guess she was trying to appeal it and trying to get out on June 5th 2006 um, along with the brothers they were all put on trial together and they decided that this was equivalent to first-degree murder by Brazilian Mm. law so the trial was delayed I don't know why, but then they finally started it again on July 17th. So like about a month later, she blamed the brothers, Daniel and, oh my God, what was his name? Christian. Christian, yeah. (laughs) She blamed them for everything. But they claimed that they had acted on her wishes. She was the one who told them she wanted her parents dead. Do you believe her?
0: Her claims on them? Yeah. No, because she had to be the co-conspirator, and then they just carried it out because I don't think they're smart enough, and they wouldn't kill her parents. And then, like you said, she would show emotion if that were true because if she didn't truly know, she'd be shocked, you know? Yeah. So, I don't I
1: agree. And it's like if they had killed the parents, what did they gain out of it? Nothing. The money was for her, so that's how they gained money.
0: Yeah, because anything they so, would have gotten out of it would have come through her.
1: Yeah. Yep. So I don't believe her either. I didn't think that it was them. I think she definitely made them do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The prosecutor called her the mastermind of the crime. I agree. So he definitely knew from the beginning, no, this was mm-hmm. all her. And he called for 50 years of imprisonment for each of them. Unfortunately, that's not what they got. <sighs> The, the trial lasted, what, three, five days. Five days later, she was sentenced to 40 years in prison.
0: Okay. I'm good with that.
1: I mean, it's still 40 years, but I just feel like you should get life for something this selfish and horrible.
0: Brazilian law, that's actually not bad, but 40 years takes pretty much her prime away. I mean, she's going to come out. and already ready to retire. I mean, if she serves all 40.
1: In which she will. She's going to come out of there rich. Yeah. Because her money's just there, probably gaining interest. And by then, she'll have more.
0: Yep. Wow.
1: That pisses me off. I feel like a judge should completely like cancel that. Like, no, you don't deserve any of that.
0: <laughs> I know. I wish there was a way to like distribute it to some sort of charity or something.
1: Yeah. But unfortunately, that's the loss. You know, it's in her name. Nobody can take it.
0: Now what does Weedman and his brother get?
1: So Weedman got the same sentence and his brother was sentenced to 38 years. So the brother only got 2 years less for conspiracy.
0: Uh, <laughs> he's all 38 years and I get my motorcycle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but at least you know they all got pretty close. I mean, both Suzanne and Daniel got the same 40 years.
0: Well, I guarantee Thursday, you they
1: didn't get off much lighter. I mean, it's 2 year difference.
0: Yeah, I guarantee you she's not going to go for Christian after she gets out. She's going to she's gonna go on a, a, a spree with a bunch of men. Oh,
1: of na- course.
0: Not named Christian.
1: <laughs> I highly doubt they're anything to each other anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. They probably hate each other because, I mean, you, you were right earlier. I mean, we've seen so many of these cases where the female or the male, I mean, they use sex. The, the whole, we'll never be together. But if you just maybe wait a year, you know, wait some time to where you're legal of age, they can't tell you nothing. You can go off on your own and set your own ways. Just know these greedy kids want things now, now, now. And they're willing yeah. to do they're willing to do the most heinous crimes just to get it.
1: Yeah, because I don't think her dad was gonna leave her without money. I mean, even if it was up until she was twenty one that she was gonna receive those funds, at that point you can do whatever the heck you want.
0: Absolutely. I mean, there's people like, I'll give you an example. Like, uh, my uncle has trust funds set up for his, um, he, he, mar- he's never had kids of his own, but, um, he married a woman that just passed away a couple years ago. And, uh, but he had, even though those weren't his kids, he mm-hmm. had, uh, trust funds for them. And, uh, and it's funny cause like they're all my age and he put trust funds in where they pays them a little bit after the, you know, they're, they're 35. So sort they're of like in their 40s and he's just giving them a little bit of a time and they could they're kind of pissed because they want the whole thing but they're not over there trying to kill him or nothing they're just like well you know he got control of mom's estate and divvies out her money however it does i mean at least we're getting something you know what i mean yeah yeah that's how that went
1: i mean i think that's responsible though i mean if they're not his kids at least he's doing something
0: yeah, yeah. Now they're he,
1: just being greedy. They're like, "Give me the full amount."
0: Yeah, because he he even told my dad he's like, he's like, "Yeah, you know what? I I just don't want to give him the whole lump sum." and He goes, "I don't think it'd be wise." I'm just gonna give him a little yeah. bit here and there. It's that way they can, you know, they're 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 comfortable. I'm like,
1: well, he's got a point. I mean, <laughs> I'm on you know what? I'm on both sides of that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get it. Yes, he does have a point. You know. He doesn't mm-hmm. think it might be responsible but at the end of the day it's like they're old
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know dude if
1: they have a certain amount like just deal with it up front and just you don't have to worry about that if mm-hmm. they decide to blow it and they don't have good lives or they're no longer okay financially that's not your problem anymore
0: yeah i mean he's pretty much gone above and beyond in my estimation but hey but at least like i said they're not killing him and, and like in this story another another case where the kids just can't wait they want everything now
1: yeah that's true so as of february 2020 she was still in custody in a women's prison outside of sao paulo
0: boy and you ain't getting out of no sao paulo jail on good behavior that just isn't happening yeah (laughs) she's gonna serve them 40 (laughs) years
1: i hope so
0: i mean this isn't canadian prison where it's like, ah, you killed your family yeah, Just 25, maybe get out in 20 Well, if you're good, you know, 15 <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like three years later, you're free Yeah, you've been good, eh?
0: You can leave <laughs> Get your complimentary maple syrup on the way out in the hockey puck, eh?
1: Maybe <laughs> 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 uh, oh, start uh, If this pissed me off It really pissed me off I'm like, how do you go And just plan to murder the people who have been taking care of you, giving you a good life, Mm -hmm. looking out for you. And you're just going to end their life like that cold heartedly. And then you go and serve a 40 year sentence, which to me is not enough. You should have been there for life. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to come out richer than most people. Like, it's so unfair.
0: Yeah, she's pretty much she could pretty much have a limousine come and pick her up yeah. at the jail cell. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, it's it's unfortunate, too. Um, I mean, that is, I, I think, family homicide, whatever. Um, you know, there's a name for it they, they have over here. Um, when they commit murder towards their own families, I forget what it's called, but um. Mm-hmm. It's just—it's the worst possible thing. I mean, uh, family's supposed to get your back; they're not supposed to stab you in the back. And yeah, uh, and this is just another case of greed that just adds another dynamic and hate to the hatred, and well, it's just sad. It's really sad.
1: Yeah, but some kids are stupid.
0: Exactly. I mean, too spoiled. Well, Absolutely. At least she's rotting down there. Because I, I know too that their gel cells aren't that uh, aren't nice. They probably ratting. Oh yeah, them. no. Yeah.
1: Well, if it were up to me, she wouldn't come out of there. She would die before she gets out.
0: I think so. Or you'd have a little special uh, carving to do, <laughs> and not not to a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> you might carve her gobble gobble. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Well, she wasn't an abuser or anything like that.
0: Oh, yeah. I I forgot. I forgot. Yeah.
1: She wasn't a pedophile, but her brain was stupid. So we start there.
0: Yeah. There you go. And give her a a free lobotomy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And let's rewire you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Let's make it to where you just drool all day. Stare into the sun.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) So that's the story of this dumb broad, Suzanne Louise Bon. You can say the name.
0: Suzanne Louise Bon?
1: Bon Rich. Oh, yeah.
0: Bon Rich. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's how it goes. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Gabby, so much for presenting the story tonight. We got a little Brazilian flavor up in here, so that's good. (laughs) We're, we're trying to hit most of the countries we did italy last week we've done some german mm-hmm. ones we did some uk and uh we got it we've gotten a lot of requests for australia so don't yeah. we're, we're not going to forget you we're going to get over to australia at some point here and then we'll be be back in the uh, good old us of a at some point
1: yeah they're all over
0: yeah pretty much there's a lot of i mean i've, I've been seeing cases uh some really bad ones in mexico and canada i'm like man we got you gotta do some from there too
1: yeah so
0: yeah but i am looking for an iceland one if i could find an Iceland, <laughs> Just an you obscure- know
1: that it's interesting i hope you find i mean i don't hope you find one if they don't <laughs> have one that's fantastic i my dream has always been to go to iceland oh really yes i think it's beautiful and matt promised me on one of our anniversaries we will I don't know which one. We might have to wait till the 10th.
0: <laughs> <laughs> goals, goals.
1: But yeah, I, I haven't heard of crime in that area. Or like places like Norway, like Faroe Islands, all those places.
0: I think I think that's a challenge. Now I need to find one from Iceland, Norway.
1: <laughs>
0: Sweden, we have a lot of murders. <laughs> look over there too.
1: Yeah, we'll search. Okay. i think there's got to be something everywhere
0: yeah i mean it's since cain and abel there's murder all, you know, all over this world there mm-hmm. hasn't been a, one place where there hasn't been a murder you know so we'll find some
1: stuff yeah
0: but with that being said gabby giving a good story here tonight about the Ren <laughs> uh <laughs> we're gonna let you know where you can catch us and get a hold of us uh also well first off uh you can get a hold of us and message us uh, on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And you can I forgot to mention that earlier. And you can also shoot us an email at grindingcrime at yahoo.com. We got a few of those about suggestions, so you could hit us up there. Um, you could also go to Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Pandora, Podbean. And iHeartRadio here in the states and around the states. And then around internationally, you got Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Podchaser. And then it's also Cash uh, Symbol, Grinding
1: Crime. Grinding True Crimes.
0: Grinding. Okay, let me start that over. <laughs> uh, dollar Sign, Grinding True Crimes is a way to donate to the cause. And uh, again, we just want to thank you so much for listening into our episodes. Uh, we do in, uh, encourage and also love all the feedback, whether good or bad. We always respond. Any uh, last words for the uh, the listeners today, Gabby? Uh,
1: no. Thank you for all the support. But a shout out to Maddie Matt. We missed you, babe. We'll see you on the next episode.
0: We do miss you, babe. Big time. <laughs>
1: Hey, he's my babe, okay <laughs>
0: He was my That's first, long... alright I knew him longer
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, I own him more than you do
0: <laughs> Yes, you do, yes <laughs> I'm not going there <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, okay So, uh, I forget how he ends it uh, So, oh, for Todd Fox
1: <laughs> And Gabby Gab
0: We are out of here
1: Stay on the grind
0: there there
1: you go <laughs>
0: <Toodle>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what she said that's what she said